Welcome to the creative side of things. Where we empower and inspire business owners and entrepreneurs to tap into their inner creative. From standing out in saturated markets. To debunking and challenging the status quo. We'll learn firsthand from actual small business owners how they've applied creativity, imagination, and common sense to grow their businesses. I'm Javier, chief creator and founder of High Ground Creative. And I'm Megan, founder and CEO of Chicken Co. Clothing. I'm Gen X and her dad. I'm Gen Z and his favorite daughter. Oh, that's debatable. Well, it's not up for debate. Together, Together we, we are, are creative thinkers, design experts, branding gurus, imagination igniters, and coffee addicts. Keep listening and we'll prove it to you. Hey, you might learn something. Imagine that. Ready? Let's, Let's get, get creative. creative. Hello, right brainers. Uh, back. Welcome back to the creative side of things. I am your co-host, Megan McCulley. I am now married. What happened? (laughs) Can I get a little Uh, yellow button action, please? All right, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. And and by the way, I'm still her father, but we're going to share the same last name. But now you have a son. I do have a son. He's a wonderful young man. Um, So this is my co-host, my dad. Hello, hello, everybody. Good to see everybody, Right Brainers. My name is Javier, yours... Her father, um, and uh, welcome to the creative side of things, where we empower and inspire business owners and entrepreneurs and anybody yes. else. To tap into their inner creative. To tap into their inner creative, because everybody's creative. Yes, in Every, their own way. In their own way, right. So we like to dive in there and find ways of how we use imagination and creativity to solve problems and move forward in life and in business, yes. et cetera, et cetera. Using examples from guests or topics, we just have been really hitting it hard our season two is really cool topic yeah we've been yeah this is fantastic we've been we're well on our way so our theme this uh, this season if this is the first time you listen or watched us is acres of diamonds acres of diamonds why the reason is because we want everybody to realize wherever you are whether you're here in (laughs) delaware or if you're like outside that go conquer the world go expand your territory but don't neglect your backyard because there's a lot of gems and diamonds not diamonds anymore like in right there, just start in your backyard. So we're focusing on those gems and those people in Delaware because that's where we are. Yes. Uh, as an example of what you can find, little old Delaware, second smallest state in the in the union. I always thought it was ironic that we're like in the diamond state and we're yeah, doing so you know, diamonds. You know, I love it. I love it. You're like, that that hey, worked really your well. Parents must have raised you right. <laughs> wow. My dad must have been like so creative. <laughs> I I just need to talk to your parents. I think they're really cool. Wah wah wah. Which one is that one? I think it's blue. <laughs> 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 I color coordinated. Thank you. That's well, how my brain I works. Love like, that. Really happy, like yellow. <laughs> Does that happen to you? Like, are you the type of person who will associate like a day of the week with a color or like yeah, a month? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, no, I do. I do, and I also. Can you see pictures in your head? I see pictures in my. You know, you and I Some are the people same. People can't. Which is yeah, and we're going to talk to the gentleman here, but I'm going to say this to him, but to the group. Yeah. Uh, we did a personality test in our Master Networks group, because everybody that listens knows we're, we're part of a networking group, but it, 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 a, few, a few months ago. And everybody took it. I forget which one it was. There's a lot of them. But everybody was different, but Megan's and mine were identical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are it the, the exact same. I think it was called the same disc. With all the letters. The disc. Yeah. I think it was the, yeah. Not the engram. It was the, right, no. yeah. Mike Tolliver put it together for us. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but we're all creative. So why don't we start like we usually do with quotes yeah. to set the tone? Um, so I'll say the first Yeah, one. absolutely. Go ahead. Okay, cool. Um, so I really liked this one because of who we have today. Um, this uh, quote is, a great coach doesn't just lead. They inspire creative, uh, cre- creativity. 
They inspire creativity in every solution. Okay, my brain stopped working. <laughs> We're going to reset. Go ahead and repeat, yeah. it. repeat it. It didn't flow right in my brain. A great coach doesn't just lead. They inspire creativity in every solution. Right. Um, John it's Wooden. inspired by, it says inspired by John Wooden. Yeah, John Wooden, one yeah. of the best coaches in the history of sports, UCLA basketball. Uh, okay, so then the next one is leadership is the art of turning imagination into reality. One inspired step at a time. <laughs> wow, we're really good at our job. Wow, um, this is why I need to have coffee in the morning because my I had a, a cup this morning. I had Colombian, and I, then I got uh, cinnamon dolce Starbucks creamer. It's so good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So before we dive into some really cool uh, conversation, let's have the coffee conversation for a moment. Um, I normally don't don't drink. The He's sweet. Like, where's my where, where's uh, the yeah. coffee? Do we need to make him some coffee. We can make him some <laughs> coffee. Too loud. Um, the so normally I don't eat the sweet stuff over there. I usually get an Americano or just a brewed coffee, iced or whatever. Uh, I decided because it's Christmas time, uh, look at this caramel brulee latte thing, right? And I tasted <laughs> it, and I'm like, what is in this? It's like, it must be, I mean, obviously it's sugar, but it's I cannot stop thinking cane. about it when I'm not having it. <laughs> what is going on? It's actually really good. But I'm, I, I had it today, but I don't think there's any coffee in there. It's literally it's sugar. sugar. Yeah, sugar and milk. All right, so I need to, I'm not doing that again because I'm pretty hyper, but I'm kind of off. So I apologize to everybody. In the, from well, this <laughs> is real life here on the creative side of things. We do not edit things out. We I'm, are organic. Me and my dad are known for stuttering. We have ADHD. <laughs> it's just who we are. we are. Take it or leave we it. We are who we are. You can skip over it. <laughs> so let me, so let me, let me repeat. That's the, the, how we're creative. <laughs> right, stuttering. right. So I'll repeat it. Leadership is the art of turning imagination into reality. One inspired step at a time. Okay, so um, let's go ahead and um, I'm going to introduce this gentleman. I've known, gosh, almost 20 years. Uh, his name is Alan Kovitz. He is the CEO, Grand Poobah, you know, head chief of Elevations Unlimited for as long as I'd known him. I mean, basically, I don't know Alan of doing anything else. Well, actually, a little bit, but that's an... But not that long. He had a job before this. <laughs> um, but this is what he's known for. And he wants to be known for this because he's helped many, many people um, excel in their field, in personally and professionally, in leadership, in personal life, and everything else. Uh, as when you talk about coach, especially in our area, what is a business or a life coach? Uh, people that have been around here long, um, that's kind of, if there was a Webster's Dictionary for Delaware, Alan Kovitz would be in that yeah. definition. And, I, and and he's a friend, and he's a business colleague, and and and. And we've known him for a long time, so... Because anyone can say they're a coach. Right, there's a lot of those. There's a lot. And I got to have coffee with you, and it was amazing. Like, I didn't... It was just as friends, and I learned so much just from an hour chatting with him. So, right, I'm so excited right. for you to be here. Thank you for being here. So, now without further ado, yeah, <laughs> Alan Kovitz. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Oh, that's awesome. Um, one of the first things that Megan and I... Talked like in the beginning when we first started. It's like we got to have Alan at some oh, point. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, so it was trying to find the right time to do that, and and here you are. So welcome. Thank you for. It's an honor to have you. We're excited to to talk to you, and we can't wear to uh, we can't wait to share you with our audience. There's a lot of people here that know who you are, that listen to us or watch us, but there's people who don't, and that's what we're also gonna know. We're gonna get to know you, and because there's people who don't. Yes. Um, so for those people, could you kind of yes. Yourself? Tell us who you are, what you've done, a little, <laughs> a little deeper, the oh person, the, the prof anything you want to talk about, but just so we can... Yeah, no problem. Um, well, I've been doing what I do for decades, 
But, uh, you know, it goes back to the beginning. So I'm a native New Yorker. I was born in Brooklyn and raised in Queens in a little place called Howard Beach. And if anyone knows anything about uh, Italians, uh, Howard Beach is very Italian. That's where John Gotti was from. Oh. So it was a very interesting <laughs> place to grow up. That's all I'm going to say. Good we'll, restaurants? We'll, we'll, <laughs> outstanding restaurants. Okay. But we're going we're to leave it right there. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, yeah. okay. Uh, you know, I spent my high school years in New Jersey, in central New Jersey. And I went to Rutgers for three semesters, which was a great school. And I was in communications. I actually was on the radio. Um, something that you, you don't even know about me, but I was I did news, I did the newscast. Right. You have a, you had that radio voice. I, uh, you get that radio voice. Uh, and I know that. And you know, I thought I wanted to be a sportscaster, like a lot of us do. Okay. But then I uh, took a year off of school, worked three jobs, saved up enough money, bought myself a car, and went to school. In Tarkio, Missouri, you can look it up. It's the furthest northwest corner of Missouri. I wanted to wow. get out of Dodge. <laughs> you talk about lifestyle changes. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. That's, that's a big how does that happen? <laughs> well, I'll tell you how it happened because they offered me a football scholarship, even though I hadn't played football since my freshman year of high school. Okay. They were looking to get people to go to school there. So okay. I went there. I never had to play football, and I wouldn't have played football. I played soccer there. Okay. But uh, it was a school of 600 students, and that's when you get the best instruction. Mm. Uh, you know, I remember some of my business classes, there'd be three or four of us in the class. And, that, you know, so I knew the teachers. Mm -hmm. and That's cool. It was, it was amazing. And I got to do so many different things. I acted at the theater. Um, uh, it's in the middle. I remember the first time I got there, I said, so let's go get a pizza. And they all laughed at me. A pizza? <laughs> you want to get a pizza? Like, you know, for me, there were 17 pizza places within <laughs> a half a mile. You know, that's what I was used to. Right. Uh, the nearest pizza place is in Shenandoah, Iowa. That's 25 miles away. I drive still. We <laughs> you want don't pizza. think we didn't <laughs> yeah. drive. You're we like, did well, drive. we're still going to go. So, you know, and the fun times there were going in, in the section roads. The cornfields are divided into mile blocks. Okay. So there's intersections between the miles, and you go to one of the intersections. You tell everyone where it is. They look on the grid. Everyone goes there in the back of a pickup truck. There's a keg of beer. That was your entertainment. Nice. So, you know, talking cool. about difference from New York and New Jersey Very to, different. To, to rural Missouri. <laughs> but it was great. Okay. And I wound up at uh, Pitt for my MBA, which was awesome, which was in human resources. And that's when it all started. But then I, I've done so many different things. I've had my own businesses in my 20s. Uh, but the bulk of my work was working on behalf of Anderson Window Distribution. Everyone knows Anderson Window. So that's, you know, before I started Elevations, that's really what I did. And I, what did I do there? I was in sales for less than a year. I was promoted to sales manager. I was sales manager in different areas around the country. And then I finally wound up uh, running warehouses. Right. Wound up running Delmarva Sash and Door Company. That's when I met you. Yeah. So this is before you started. It's before business. Elevations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. before. So I was running the warehouse there. And uh, and then I started, you know, how to get out of, the, out of the business. Yeah. You know, I want to do my own thing. Right. Do you always feel like you were destined to be an entrepreneur? Or uh, did it just yeah. kind of fall? No, I was an entrepreneur in my 20s. Okay. I had a tile installation, ceramic tile installation company, you know, in my mid-20s. That's awesome. So uh, I've always been an entrepreneur. Yeah, you know, so. I wasn't sure if you were working for someone or if you were, if you started that in your twenties. Uh, no, that was me. Um, well, me and a partner. Cool. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Was, you know, awesome. Yeah. Started from college. So. That's a cool. Yeah. And wait a second, you're a published author. Yes, I am. Tell us a little bit about that. So I've got <laughs> two books that are published. Uh, one really is for sale. One isn't. One is called Elevated Leadership, and that is really a step-by-step -step way to create a strategic plan on your own and why it's important, why you should have a culture 
of goal setting in your organization mm. and and a vision for where you're going. Yeah, I I I I have it and I have read it. It's a very good book. So that's one that that's one that I give out to mm -hmm. to, to clients. And then uh, the other one, which has been doing very well, <laughs> is a book of values. Yeah. You know, 52 values. So that one I really cherish. You know, it took me six years to get through. Uh, you know, during COVID, I needed help with a writing coach because every coach should have a coach. Mm. And she was the one that really pushed me over the line. So published it. Uh, it's going to be two years. Two years, right. Yeah, two yeah. I believe it's already been two years. Yeah. So what inspired you to write that, the, 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 the book of values? Well, you know, what I found, uh, Javi, was going into companies, um, I would sit around a board in a boardroom doing the strategic plan, and we would do the vision, so we would know where the company wanted to go. And then the next step in a great strategic plan is figuring out the values, really creating the culture yeah, right. of the organization. But what I found was the individual people around the table didn't have their own values mm. sorted. How can they create values and a culture right. for an organization if they don't know their own culture, what they want, what they aspire to, uh, what they need, what they want, how they want it to be, what kind of behaviors should be exhibited? So that's where it all came from. It was very frustrating for me, trying to create values or a culture for an organization without the individuals having right. themselves sorted. So I said, you need something. So I looked up online, like a lot of us do, and there literally are maybe a handful of books. There's thousands on leadership. Mm -hmm. There's thousands on communication. There's tens of thousands on losing weight. Right. But, <laughs> but literally, there's only a handful on values. values. And there are none that literally just, this is, a, this is a fun book because it's a listing of different values. It's not comprehensive. It doesn't have them all. Yeah. You know, it has 52, one for each week of the year. That's, that was the intent. I love that. And, and, and that's it. It's just to get people's brains going. What do, what do they, what really means to them? What's I also mean to them? love the size of your books because they get to the point and I'm, they're not scary to read. <laughs> and it's just like, it's not a bunch of sugarcoating. None at all. I know, I love that. Learning. You know, I, I, I got to confess this, even though I've been, you know, a professional and an entrepreneur for a long time and doing things, I taught, um, I never had formally sat down to do my personal core values until I got that book and I went through it like an exercise so I'm like oh that resonates with me and then I went through the first and then I filtered to those be handed out in high and, and, and it was literally yeah. uh, this exercise and now I, I I have them I know them I use them yeah and and and, and it was because of, of that book so I never told you that but I just no, wanted well to, thank you very much yeah. and you know I've heard that story a lot and one of the cool places it is used in high schools Caesar Rodney the uh, ROTC uses oh, it that's wow. good. so I went and yeah. spoke to them and then uh, you know my buddy Jay Weedle, who's one of the heads of the ROTC over there, said every everyone in ROTC is going to get this, and we're going to be discussing. That's this. wonderful. Yeah, Megan, I'm sorry, you did. Say, I, I stepped over when you were That's saying okay. that. So you you just said that if, you know even elementary and high in high schools. High I mean, school that's awesome. Talked about, yeah. So Beautiful. you know we're bringing it into companies. Mm -hmm. a, a lot of organizations I work with are bringing it in. We're talking about it. Uh, you know, Tammy Ordway at Fall Cass, and mm -hmm. uh, they spent a year. They spent a year. With all the people at Fall Cass and talking about it, they, they had a meeting once a week. To, to kind of develop what those are. Yeah, for the individuals. Yeah, all that's right? great. So it was, it was just incredible. Um, so I would encourage organizations to do it, large or small, uh, individuals, obviously. Right. And to get to your point, Megan, about the size of the book. So I've read thousands of books, thousands, and a lot of business books. And the business books that are 500 pages long, I found that 
the story literally is in the first chapter and the last chapter. And all the stuff in between is a bunch of fluff that doesn't mm. doesn't get to the point. Doesn't get to the point. Yeah. So one of my favorite books is uh, The Four Agreements by yep. Don Miguel Ruiz. That's 125 pages long. I've read it five, six times, maybe more. I've spent two weekends with the man. That's uh, awesome. You know, so I thought that's the kind of thing that holds my attention. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I bring that out in what I did? Because yeah. I know people, look, today things are fast, furious. Right, yeah. right, right. You know, people like, I'm not trying to generalize, but I would assume, I, I would guess that a lot of entrepreneurs, people like us who are, you know, we time is very important. So we're the ones that pull out the highlighter and we're like, where's the meat? I want to get to the point so I can, I can get actionable steps and learn yes. something instead of this, you know, beating around it for four chapters. Absolutely. You know? So, uh, so that was intentional, mm-hmm. you know, because cool. I like to do the things. Why wouldn't I do things that I enjoy that mean something to me that I can use and expand on instead okay. of the, the, this book that's like, yay big. I, right. just, I just don't, I don't see it. I don't, I don't want to see it. Yeah. Now, speaking of you having a radio voice, would you do an audiobook? Or have like, you? It's interesting. So <laughs> if you know anything about audiobooks, every piece has to be done separately. Okay. Every, like, chapter or? Uh, every chapter, every heading. Okay. So th- there's, even in a small book, it's thousands of pieces. Oh, really? Okay. That need to be done. Then it's put together. So it's not as easy as it's just me reading just reading it. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If it was, it would have been done already. Yeah. So it's not fluid, like you just read through it, you just do heading, and then you say it, and then you stop, and there's a file, and then, okay. Yeah, now I'll get into something else, because when you listen to it, it's good. When you read it, it's a little better. If you listen to it and read it at the same time, it would be the biggest thing. That's usually what I do. (laughs) You do that? Yeah, that's that's how I read. That is an amazing way to read, by the way. You're getting multiple repetitions of the material, so it sticks with you more. Um but I'm proud of you. <laughs> I just need it so thing. that I focus. Javi, you said it. Highlighting. Highlight. I do that all the time. You can't highlight when you're listening unless you have something to write right. on. So the book is intentionally made so that you can highlight it, go back, yeah, write yeah, in the margin, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I mean, that's intentional. And when we post so the, 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 the episode, we'll have links to, to, to yes. the, for the book. and, and, and I have a, an app called, it, only certain books actually use this. But uh, it's called Graphic Audio, and it's certain authors, when they do their audiobooks for storytelling books, they'll um, work with this company, and it creates ambiance as well. So if they're at the ocean, you'll hear the ocean while they're talking. Oh, cool. It's really cool. It kind of puts cool. you in the, in put the you, zone. Put you there. Yeah. <laughs> I've been asked by a lot of people to do it, mm-hmm. and, and frankly, um, I looked into the cost. The, the cost to me was prohibitive Okay. Um, compared to publishing <clears throat> the book. And the way I think I'd prefer people to use it would be to use it and write it and look yeah. at it. Right. That's, that, that's all. That's yeah. a good point. Um, question. Um, entrepreneurs, I, does, should, should entrepreneurs have or embody a basic this set of values? I, I, I'm not, we're not trying to put values imposed on people because they're very personal. But there's this, is there a pattern or, is, or there, should there be something that's baseline as far as I don't know. I mean, I, I, this is a general statement. Uh, it was part of it is it's out of ignorance, and I, I'm curious. Any, you have anything to say to that, or? Yeah, I literally have one. Okay. One thing that might branch into others. I, I think because people are individuals, I've seen individuals with different values that hold different values 
be successful as entrepreneurs. There, there's no, if someone says, here's the recipe for being a successful entrepreneur, I think that's not okay. the case. However, the one thing that I've noticed in the people that I love working with, they are risk takers. Okay. They are not afraid of failing. I, I mean, all the entrepreneurs that are afraid of failure, that just take a lot of time to make fail. <laughs> ironically <laughs> fail, you know, but they don't, they don't learn from the failure. They think that's it. They're done. Uh, you know, gone, you know, many of the, my clients have failed multiple times, but that's okay. Yeah. Because you learn more from failure than you do from success. Yes. So do you, um, encourage reevaluating your values after a year or mm, so? All like, the time. Or, or I, even. I, well, here, here's the story. So while I was in Florida working with my writing coach, really buttoning things up before it went to the publisher, I changed one of my values. Okay. I realized that adventure is one of my values. It remains so to this day. It drives me. I like doing different things. I see I that. Like I, you, you're, you are, you're an, yeah, you, do, you, you have your, bi, your motorcycle or you used to. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's seeing Travel. different things. It's experiencing different things. Angie and I were watching something last night, and they were bungee jumping. She goes, I'd never do that. I said, I don't aspire to do that, but if I'm in the circumstance, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> to me, it's an adventure, but I want to see all the different things you know, I want to explore. So I realized that was that was a value that I didn't give enough shrift to, so now I do. That's cool. That's cool. Should, should people, like, is there, I don't, I know there's not a fixed time, but maybe reevaluating your values, is that something that should be done around the goal setting time for the year? Like, is there a... Whenever you feel that urge, feeling? maybe, for, to... For an organization, when they're redoing their mission, and I don't want to get into that mm, in, yeah. in, in big depth. To me, a mission is the big hairy goal for the year, not not a mission statement. I don't believe in mission statements. Okay. Okay? To me, that's a purpose. Okay. Different. But as far as strategic planning, you want to be goal-driven. Mm -hmm. So you want to take one step closer to your vision. Okay. All right? So in that, you look at that nowadays annually. We used to look at it at a three- to five-year range, but things are really compressed. Mm -hmm. I would say... Definitely look at the values of the organization annually. Right. All right, make sure everything is on par. What is not working? What should be working? What have we missed? And for a person, why not? It doesn't take long. It doesn't take long, yeah. This is not, this is not a long exercise. Right. Why wouldn't you look at it? I look at mine all the time. It's funny you say that venture, but I, I added this year one that people that know me for a long time, I haven't applied, but I, I, am, I do that now. It's a play. Uh, um, it's one that I've, I've always been north, nose to the grindstone, hustle, 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 yeah. uh, press, 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 yeah. and without taking a time to breathe and just do something for me that's recreational. I love it. I love it. So, you know, some of the networking groups I belong to now um, have used the Book of Values as part of our training. Oh, I love that. It is awesome. So imagine, you know, five to 25 people talking about a value. That's what we do. So I was listening to a guy, and, and I don't present them. Other people around the room present them. And the guy says, I want to talk about inspiration. And he read the piece on inspiration, and we talked about it as a group. And I realized that's one of my core values mm. is inspiration. That's why I love doing this. If you asked me to do this because I'm getting inspiration from YouTube oh. today. That's why I like <laughs> being with clients. Because I get just as much yeah. from them as they get yeah, from me. Right. And so we talk about that a lot of surrounding <laughs> yourself with people at this like that same mindset. Yes. Um, it's also great to have people who are under you at your level and over your level. I think it's you can be inspired 
all, oh, in all directions. For sure, for sure. Yes, I hear people say this, and I take exception to it, that you always should be in a room with people that are better than you, more accomplished than you. I throw the BS flag. Mm. Not necessarily. I get you. Yes, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. nothing wrong with that. But you said it, Megan, all people. Right. I, I've learned from children. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it doesn't matter how accomplished someone is for you to learn from. I think people don't take enough time to learn from people. They'll look at someone and say, well, they haven't written a book. I don't know them. Their business isn't very successful. This and that. They'll use every excuse not to learn from that person. Right. There's an ego yeah. issue there, and that's deeper problem. And I'm glad you <laughs> yes, brought up is. like the failure thing because the value of failure is mm. so important in taking it as a learning experience of what not to do moving forward, or or even it could be the thing that made you realize what you're supposed to do. Like how do pe- I see what you're trying to say? I, I, it's, remember, we talked about how we we're very much like um, like how do people try to recon- How do people reconcile their values when they when they encounter? failure or setback is there is there an, uh, 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 again we don't need to dive fully deep but there's that's a big thing because it, you start questioning things when when you have things don't go your way or yourself I do I agree and I don't think they do question their values but they should okay because maybe it was the application of the value where they weren't paying attention to it okay that, that led to something going wrong you know or they, they had a value that they thought was a value but really wasn't bingo could be yeah, exactly. It kind of narrows it out. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like with the digital age, uh, it's changed people's values a lot because we have social media? Com- oh, yeah, over maybe communication. we're not uh, prioritizing like human connection. Mm, come on, girl. <laughs> do I think it's changed values? Perhaps, but I think they're still there. I think the biggest bangs I still get to this day is when I am with people. Mm. Right, face to face, you know, I can only handle so much Zoom. I, I use it in work. We do it. We had to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to do it now. And you know, to your points of the diamonds close to home, yeah, there's so much work, business, cool people. Right, there's a right. million people in Delaware. Yes, you know, I right don't here. know. I don't know all of them. I might know half of them. <laughs> it's a small <laughs> state, but I'm always meeting someone new. Yeah, so and then that new person knows someone I know. Exactly. <laughs> of course, but there's a lot of inspiration to be gained from being, sitting down with someone or sitting down with a group of people. But I always get the most out of being present in a room with a group, having a deep conversation. Connect, and those are rare. Yeah, very rare. Right. Um. This is good. <laughs> so <No. laughs> with face-to-faces, so when you work with, like as a coach, you're doing a, um, are you trying to meet in person if you can? Yeah. And, you know, it's funny you say that, Megan, because I think of the thousands of people I've worked with, and I know if I still added it all up, I would say the majority of people I've worked with, I've never met face-to-face. Most of that work, especially in the early years, was on mm. the phone. Okay. So I coached people on the phone. So I didn't even know what they looked like. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. But as I've gotten more and more ingrained in Delaware, there's plenty of work to be done here. I don't have to go uh, yeah. very far. And, you know, I, I gained a client in Tucson, Arizona last year. I flew out there. Mm. You know, I insisted. That was part of the work. Not every week, but I needed to know the people, you see to them, connect them, with them, connect yeah. with them. I think it's important. And you connect better in person. You just do. Right. So I encourage that uh, new client that I start with uh, in the next few weeks. 
And yes, it'll mean you know a 15, 20 minute drive by him or by me, but we're going to sit down face to face because that'll be the best. I only want to do the best that I can do. Right. Yeah. And that's the best. Yeah. In person's the best. You know, and um, Alan uh, and I we saw each other on Tuesday. And we're, we're talking later, and I'm going to bring up some part of that conversation. <coughs> I mentioned to Alan, Megan, <laughs> in uh, audience, that... Um, Pardon me. No, no, it's okay. Um, a lot of... There, there's no wrong or right here, but Alan, ha- uh, you've chosen purposely to... This is a, oh, it's not a literal thing, but kind of remain in the shadows, meaning not be in front. Uh, you've grown organically. You know, that's a big word these days, obviously. It is. Um, <coughs> um, in... That's by design. Um, so, and at least that was my that was my my uh, perception. But when I brought it up to you, not you you, you agreed. Um, tell us a little about that. Um, has this why? And you know, has this brought personal fulfillment? Uh, tell me anything about that. You know, up in the world that everybody's out in front and showing themselves. You know, because uh, she's shown a lot of. Uh, Success and you continue to succeed. So it's working. It's working. <laughs> let's say because you're not shy. I am not in any way. So let's say it started with a marketing opportunity, and the marketing I did was I figured out that the easiest way to gain more business is with your current clients. Yes. Yep. So instead of doing leadership development with a group of people or an individual and saying, bye, got it. Figuring out a way to maintain that relationship somehow, some way. Mm. So many of my clients I've been working with for 15 years, wow. 20 years. So I don't have to get another client. Mm. I maintain the clientele and I have a method for that. There's a lesson there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the other thing was, you know, that referrals are huge. My business, that's how I gain most of my clients. Mm-hmm. It's referrals. So you can say I work via referral. So, you know, and you can go into your spiel. I don't do that. I tell someone real simply my business expands through referrals. That's all I say. On the invoice I send to a, a new client, I'll give them the fee for whatever we're doing plus two qualified referrals. It's on the invoice. Okay. And they'll say to me, I didn't realize, I said, does that bother you? <laughs> of course not. Do I keep a log? No. Do I keep a scorecard or a spreadsheet? No. I know people that do. And then they'll ask people, I, you don't have to be so forward. Okay. That's just, that's not my way. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hard sell in any way, shape, or form. Okay. You guys know that. Yeah, we do. You know, so the people that need and want to work with me, Come to me, so I've created that environment yeah. to come with me. Yeah, that's that's a fantastic. There's there's a lot of nuggets in there, and I think in the that community of coaches, and it's a big thing now. Yeah. Um, that it really tells you about the coach if because I didn't think about it till you just said that. Have if there if I go on like an Instagram for a coach and they have thousands of followers and stuff, and it's just them. I'm like, so do you care about your clients or like are you prioritizing? Like, is it all about you? Ooh. Because then the, the whole point <laughs> of their job is to help other people. So like, right. why is it your face plastered on there? You just <laughs> answered my question. I love this. You the wisdom the question. this young lady has. Yes, and I, I knew. Remember, I told you Javi the first time I met her. Mm-hmm. 
you know, <laughs> I, I adored you, but you know, I'm with a woman and you're married, you know, you're married and you know, the, the age difference, but anyway. Um, we, re- we uh, connected on the 70s. Yeah, we did, <laughs> we did, which is really cool. But I think that my success is in helping other people succeed. Why wouldn't I showcase the people that I've worked with? Perfect. Right. To me, it's one of the issues I found with networking groups mm-hmm. that don't showcase the people that are in the group. They showcase the leaders of the group. Okay. Uh, that, right. to me, yeah. Yeah. is anathema. Mm-hmm. I do not like that. It doesn't ring for me. Does it work? Of course it works. There are heroes out there. People mm. want to be a hero. That, that, to me, it's about ego. I, my ego is suppressed so that I build other people's egos up. That's how I've become a successful coach. That's why the people that work with me become highly successful. They get into their own skin. Yeah. They find it. And, and if they need to be, you know, on top of billboards or what, what have you, or pump themselves up by patting themselves on the back or having yeah. many people pat themselves on the back, great. But me, not so much. I want to make the people that I work with, you know, I push them out front. I did that same at the chamber. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I uh, retired from the board after 10 years. And, and I remember people coming up to me and saying, you can't. <laughs> you, we, we need you. I said, no, you need more you need more diversity on the board, first of all. You know, when I started on the board of the chamber, I was just another old, bald, white guy. <laughs> <laughs> I said, this is not, this is not good. And when you still are. At least you're so uh, <laughs> Yes, I have not changed. <laughs> I, have not, I have not changed. I'm getting there. <laughs> you know, but we, we needed females. Mm-hmm. We needed people of color. You know, it, it was important. And so I worked hard to do that. Nice. And Move myself yeah, that is picture. important because if you're speaking for the community, you want to look like the community. You want to be the community. Ding, so ding, ding, ding. Right, right. So if so our higher ups would get that, that'd be great. Mm. <laughs> One thing at a time. Our spheres. We can do it in our spheres. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's go into some whimsical fun questions. Well, we, oh, we, we started go. touching on it uh, <laughs> when you were cringing at his order, but do you prefer <laughs> coffee or tea? Yeah. Oh, coffee. Your coffee hands down. I am not a coffee holic. Like Javier, <laughs> I have a lot. You know, and one reason is because of of health and everything else. I like, and I'm pretty disciplined. I might have a second cup of coffee. Okay, might most days it's one cup of coffee and I savor it. Mm-hmm. What's your go to? Is it just straight up black coffee, or you? Uh, no, I like I like half and half. Okay, no sugar, no sweetener. Just no, no okay. I don't need any sweetener. I like the taste of coffee. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And, and anytime it's get. All the sweets. Yeah, the f- Caramel, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yes. all this stuff, forget about yeah, it. Uh, you know. When I was saying that earlier, we were offline, so I didn't, you know. But, yeah, well, um, oh, we were? I thought we were recording. Were we online? Were we online when, we, when I said the coffee? I, I know. I don't remember. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, I had a, 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 a caramel brulee latte uh, iced. And it it's was, okay to have a little dessert drink. Yeah, dessert drink. But I, I, yeah. it's like a dessert. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but it's I don't not going to wake you up. I don't think it's I had a cup of coffee yet today. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I had that I had that sweet stuff, and that was not That's a cup not of coffee. coffee. That's not <laughs> a cup I, I wonder of how coffee. many calories were in that thing. Oh, my God. I can't Because I feel it. I feel a little bloated right now, Megan. <laughs> but, but well, you, we only shoot from the wind. You know, so. well, all right. So I can have people uh, throwing darts at me. The one thing, I do not like curry. To me, that's not No, coffee. we don't have curry. No, we do Nespresso or... I have a Jewer here who yeah. grinds the beans. I love my Nespresso. Um... Yeah, it's really good stuff. Um, you bought it for me. Yes, I did. Because <laughs> I love you. It's the best. <laughs> he, he got me so many. Are they still called K-Cups for Nespresso? No, 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 no they're not K-Cups. Those are pots. Those, are, pods. Those, are, okay. those are not the real. I'm yeah. so sorry. Um, Nespresso community. 
Um, let's let, let's do uh, some more fun questions. Yeah. Uh, if you had to choose an unexpected talent to wow us with a talent show, <laughs> what what is what is, what is what is a, a, a talent you have? Maybe that's another way to phrase it that we don't know. I knew you played an instrument. Yeah, yeah. Tell well, tell us what that is. Drums. Okay. Yeah. Why didn't I know that? I know. you knew that, and I've known him longer. <laughs> Maybe I did, and I forgot. Because I didn't play the drums really officially until um, eight years ago. Okay. Is there any recent videos of you? Playing yes, can you send me those so I can incorporate I'll them? See on if I can snag it. <laughs> um, it was at the Blue Earl, nice. like a couple weeks before they closed down. Cool. I was on stage at the Blue Earl. I'm so. impressed. That's cool. That takes you know, having rhythm of you know percussion just. And you know, I love that's knowing people's hobbies because sometimes it's so opposite from what they do, or like it's like the most random thing. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> it's fun. Everybody should have a hobby. Stop. <laughs> 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 it's a good thing you pushed that. Hobby. I was going to reach Hobby. across that <laughs> the table and hit that button. Oh my gosh. Okay. I, I like uh, knowing. Well, yeah. so drums aside, in an alternate universe, if you mm. weren't a coach, what career do you feel like you would? Yeah. Have All right. Awesome. So pursued. we're going to go two ways. Okay. Um, either I would have started playing the drums when I was a kid. Because I'm not bad now, and I'm all self-taught. If I had taken lessons and really done it, my grandfather was a professional drummer. That's how he made his living. That's cool. So if he would have, when he passed away, in his will was not to give me the drum set because it was not a good lifestyle to raise kids. He was gone all, you know, all night long and slept all day. Okay. All right, so we'll get back to the question. Oh, <laughs> the alternative universe. Um, thought about this long and hard, and I would have been an attorney. Okay. For real. You do argue well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, there's, so my... En and a criminal attorney. Uh, okay, that, yeah. okay. Do you know, like, engrams numbers? Yes. So I'm a three, and I was looking through it yesterday, and it was, like, career attorney. <laughs> and I was like, I can see that. But right. I hate school, so yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't have worked out. You, do, you yeah. do hate school. I hate school. Uh, and she's not unemployable. <laughs> Is it, oh, I love can that. you love learning but hate school? Yes, yeah. okay. of course. Cool. You haven't found the school that, that employs the learning that works best for you. Yeah. School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> Been there. Been the right Got a few degrees. Yeah. But I get that with the, oh, if I would have just stuck to it. I think we all have that instrument, that thing. You would you always say you would love to learn piano. You still have time. I do. Learn I do. piano. Get a, I'll get you a keyboard. Or a guitar. Because <laughs> my I last name, I should be able to, do, you know. Yeah. You know, you're not a Santana anymore, so you don't qualify. I still play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> still have a guitar. Tossed aside just like she that. Went, yeah, you know, I know. It's all good. I M -M. think piano would be cool. Piano would be. Yeah. Or uh, bass. I like. I actually would act. I would go into you, theater. Well, you did get to it. I have done theater before. Like in Why don't you do some more? I, 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 was I, I thought about it because I know uh, you. My daughter yeah. runs the I love to. Kent County Theater Guild. I'm going to reach out to her because I was just telling Trevor, I was like, before I'm 30, I want to. Let's do it together. Javi and Megan on stage. I'm not singing, but I'll do well, <laughs> No, they need they actors. Need, yeah. They need actors. And I, mean, I talk, I, by the way, I talked to Grace, my, my 14 year old. Yeah. She was all, she would love to, to do that. I you know, they, they have like auditions. a teenage uh, time. Okay, so we'll talk offline because I want to <laughs> talk to your daughter. So yes, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, so we got to have the, 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 the traditional question for everybody. If you. Back to coffee. Yes. If you could pick a historical figure, it doesn't matter when, fact, uh, fictional or real. Well, I said fic fictional. Um, who would you have it with? A, a, a cup of coffee with you? Had an hour with them. 
That was a sinister laugh. (laughs) 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 I think it would be Abraham Lincoln. Oh, yes. He's awesome. I'm so interested in... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> male psych- psychology <laughs> because psychology is so interesting to me and every male guest has said Abraham Lincoln or um, what was the other one was it not George Washington I, I, one, I, I would do George Washington you get a lot of Abe which is cool yeah. I just love but he's interesting in to one me. of the I'm tallying wonderful yeah he's awesome yeah I was thinking Albert Einstein but you know no that's good that's good he'd be more fun <laughs> he so. probably he would be <laughs> maybe so yeah that's cool I don't know what's yours what's yours dad Washington, George, George Washington. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you like Hamilton, so I wasn't sure. Alexander Hamilton, yeah. Um, Not the show. No, the no, guy. no, no, the guy. No, the guy. I know. Read, I read on after I got turned on to him from the perspective of the show because I love the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did uh, read the 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 biography that inspired that was read by the 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 person who created the show inspired it, and it was about Alexander Hamilton. It was fantastic. This this the one uh, founding father who didn't make it to, uh, um, to uh, didn't get old. He got obviously killed in in a duel with Aaron Burr, who was basically the Secretary of Treasury and the Vice President had a duel yeah. <laughs> at the time. Um, but he was an incredible guy, very flawed, like a lot of our leaders are, but that's okay. But they, they just, they had a bigger purpose and they, they were always about- Would you about ask Abe his values? <laughs> I oh. probably would, yeah. But I, but I think we know them. Yeah. I think we've seen them. Seen them. You know, really cool hat. To, to be able to to do what he did with so much opposition, uh, uh, the amount of courage this man had. Amazing. Amazing. He was even more. Do you know how many times Abe Lincoln ran for Congress? I think it was ten. Oh, before he uh, wow. Before he was elected. Wow. So he has a litany. If, if you do any research on Lincoln, I haven't, but I know this. Mm-hmm. He's failed. You know more than any other person I I know in the state in businesses and in government, and then wow. he became president during a critical time, yeah. obviously. So that's why I want to speak to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Really cool. Um, so let me ask you a question. Um, it's already been forty-five minutes. I mean, <laughs> is that all right? No, no, it's totally fine. We we usually do about an hour, so we're good. We're good. No, but I mean, it doesn't seem like it. We've it's been a wonderful conversation. Um, the Let's get deep a little bit for a second. Um, talk to folks out there. Uh, don't understand what a coach is, why they should have one. Um, th- that's a first part of the question. I'll give you the second part after that. Any type of wisdom or any key takeaway that you could give to somebody as encouragement that's out there that's kind of, uh, doesn't mean that they have to be in the entrepreneurial sp- space, but any person who, uh, to give them encouragement to uh, to see to consider getting uh, a coach of some capacity in their life. Is there any type of? I know that's a pretty broad, but I do that because I know you usually kind of find a, a, a place to kind of land and. All right, so I'll go here. Why a coach? Mm-hmm. You can call a coach anything you want, but have someone in one's life that. You can say anything to, mm. and I mean anything. And if people say, and they've said to me, "Well, I can tell my spouse anything," I mm. throw the BS flag. Right. I mean, right away. I know it's not true. I've been married twice. You know, I've been with Angie for twelve years now. Okay. I know it's BS. There are things that I wouldn't say to her. Mm-hmm. You know, 
and I love her dearly. There's nothing against her. So talking to my coach, so that's the biggest reason you have someone to talk to. Finding a good coach is very difficult because most coaches want to prep you with this is the way for you to be successful. That's not the way I coach. I coach in helping someone find the way. Okay. That's my mastery, and I think that that's what it is. And you do that through listening and asking the right question at the right time. I know, oh, I had a coach about 10 years ago, and if I can find him, I'd hire him again. He used to ask me questions that would literally make my skin crawl. I mean, I would be like, oh, my God. I never even thought about that. He didn't give me an answer. He asked me a question that opened up doors I didn't know existed. Mm. So I work like that. So somebody seeking a coach, there's a due diligence they need to do to in their shopping for, or you know, because so they land on somebody that's going to be appropriate for them. Is there any advice you can give that person? Yeah, uh, vet, vet that human being, and and to be honest, I do a mutual evaluation because there's a lot of people I sit down. At, from and there's no way I would coach them because mm. I know they're looking for the answers they're looking for me to provide the answers I'm not going to give them the answers okay. I just don't because I can't step into any other human being and know their world right. even if it's someone even you two mm -hmm. as close as you are and I'm close with my children and my relatives and my brother and sister I'm close with them but I'm not them okay and they're different, and they think differently, and there are pathways in the neurons that, are, that work differently. Different. So, so it's figuring out what's the best way to handle an issue, a specific issue or a grand issue, or just going through life as a whole. So, and it's different for everybody. So coaches that, ha that's, you know, this is the way you do it. I, to me, I wouldn't <coughs> work with a coach like that, and I haven't, nor am I a coach like that. Are there places for coaches like that? Of course. <coughs> yeah. Because there's a lot that. of people that are so afraid of going within to make decisions for themselves that they're looking for other people to lead them. Yeah, and it's the wrong pretense. Like, that's unfair for that to, to be expecting that. <coughs> but, you know, right? But, Javi, I'm going to say that 90% of coaches, that's how they coach. Okay. I did it, so follow, just follow my path. This is what I recommend. I can't, I can't recommend to Megan what she needs to do to sell clothes. You know. Do you want to? <coughs> we'll that wasn't me, by the way. I, we'll know, cut I that out. <laughs> Let's let him have his cough. I don't want to keep that in. <laughs> Everyone, take a. Seat. It's a dry cough. So, so. So no, keep going. It's okay. You don't have to stop it. I will. Okay. Just edit it, right? <coughs> So, but it's it's different, hobby, and I, I realized even, you know, I belong to a cadre of coaches. You know, that, you know, we help each other out. And you said coach, coaches, you have coaches. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a number of them. I've had a number of them over the years. From my perspective, what's really interesting, and maybe it, give me a, um, yes or no. Um, we have blind spots, so somebody is there by our side, seeing things that we can't see. We trust them. So yes. if they re if you rebuke me and I trust you, I receive it in the right way, or it, well, maybe that's not a wrong word, but or make a, a help you know point me to this is what I'm seeing. 
but but tr to me the number my number one value is trust so obviously that has to be there is there a difference between a, a <coughs> coach and a mentor or is it usually great question because sometimes i feel like mentors naturally happen that where you're not paying someone they just end up being yeah of course i mean you, you know to me it's terminologies but i think we all need mentors and coaches they're two different things and a mentor to me is probably in in the field that you're in that That's does what, I was what you do oh i see yeah. so th there's specific help in that one area yeah but to me you know it, it Life is full of a lot of things, not just your vocation. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot yeah. of people concentrate on that, but I, you know, I think there's multiple areas. And w when I work with people, we explore all those different areas. And in some not of just business, not just business. Yeah. So that's why when someone calls me a business coach, yeah, I am. Someone calls me a life coach, yeah, I've never liked that term, but it, it, it's all encompassing. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's whole life, if you will. I don't know. We we look at. I have people look at everything in their world. Mm -hmm. it, it does touch it. It does overlap. You can, it's really, you can't really separate it. But people do. Yeah. And, and their coaches and that, that play in either spot and that, it's all good. Mm -hmm. You know, I just take a wider view. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Overlapping is completely normal. Cause I mean, I've been <coughs> an entrepreneur for a long time. So it's hard for me to separate Megan from my business. It's me. It's you. So it's, I mean, it's healthy to separate it, but at the same time, it's still who I am. It's who you are. And, and, it's how, all, it's and sometimes how I, I'm creative is through the business, not like a separate hobby. It usually sure. connects. Right. So, right. Right. But when I thought of mentor, it is my mentor is someone in that same space. So that makes sense that yes. you said that. It's, um, I thought I was your mentor. What? I thought You're I my father. Who's your king is to papi? I'm your mentor. <laughs> <laughs> No, my Megan. When I thought of uh, he <laughs> is your father. <laughs> when I thought of my mentor, I immediately thought of uh, Amber in Chicago from because yeah. she runs a multi-million dollar boutique. That's and, right, and we become really and good friends. You have, and she's yeah. in her space. Yeah, so she's a great person who will understand the exact mm. issues I'll be dealing with in that space. Okay. But with coaches, it's it can overlap, you know, elsewhere. Right, but right. then you're like, well, you're not my therapist. Like, that's a separate thing. That is. <laughs> so, and so I want to I want to go yeah, there. Yeah, please, please, please. I want to go there. So it's not psychiatry or therapy because, and here's the big difference. That field of work looks for issues from the past that still manifest themselves okay. in someone. And they work to over, help people overcome those issues. The way I coach is looking at, Helping people look at today and where they want to go and create the plans to get there. That is the best yeah. explanation I've ever heard of that. Yeah, All right. Exactly. So that's what I do. Do things from the past come up? Of course they do. And if they're really nasty, mm -hmm. sometimes I'll recommend someone go, you know, that's nothing. Right. But you can create a plan to overcome a trauma from the past. You can. So it's another tool in someone's toolbox. And, you know, I don't have the expertise of helping someone who is traumatized in some way in a specific way that they can give a specific answer to. Mm -hmm. But I can help people create a plan so that it's not a big part of their world anymore. Okay. Yeah. That's really good. That's a really good way to... The, the biggest takeaway with today, it like our topic is that everyone listening needs to figure out what their values are. Because I guarantee you yes. at least half of the people listening don't have them. Uh, take uh, the time to do this. 90%. Like, you were our connection to even think that being a thing. Like, I, yeah. I was the same. Like, it took your 
meeting you and your book to realize that that's something that should be prioritized. Yeah, right. They govern your behavior. I mean, they're like the framework of of how you are and who and how you act. Yeah. <clears throat> um, um, so yeah, we'll put a link for the book. Uh, it's a really good, uh, you know, this, this, this show wasn't, uh, about that, but I mean, I read the book. It's incredible. It's short. It, it is concise. It is a workbook, but it, it is a great read. And, uh, and so that's the takeaway for everybody. Uh, put together your core values, your personal core values. It's, you, it's going to change the way you see things and the way you navigate, because that will give, be your guide, your guide post, your compass. your compass. That's a better word. <laughs> Thank you. Your um, guide post. Right. Compass. <laughs> <laughs> You're over it. I gotta take that away from you. Hold on. Which one is this one? Is <laughs> when you Wait. when you figure out your values. <laughs> when I figure out my values. All right, so yes. my, my coach hat is off. My friend hat is on. Because I'm going to give you a, something you should do. You should have control. Of that. I agree. <laughs> I would do really good. People were say, have been saying that since season one, but I'm still here. <laughs> it's good. I just need to Big get here. I'm, early. I'm the play by play. You're the con commentator, or is it the other way around? <laughs> I would love the button. You're the poppy. Big a little pop. Well, I'm big poppy now. You know, they call me. That's what my big poppy. Kids call me. Nice. So we nice. we usually love um, kind of wrapping up with if you could give a piece of advice to kind of um, to our audience uh, that goes with what you do. And I know that's a very broad thing, but usually people kind of one have nugget a that they can take away. We've gotten like. a lot of them today, but yes. Avi, you already know what I'm yeah. going to say. <laughs> if you don't have a coach, get one. <laughs> yes, yes. Such, uh, I love that. I love that. That's a great episode. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, it was. It's been a, a fa- it's been awesome. It's been awesome. Um, I, I need to uh, reevaluate <clears throat> my value. And by the way, everybody, I did not have a stroke or a heart attack. I'm okay. <laughs> we need a diffuser in here. Oh, my Lord. For, for him. <laughs> it's, it's that dry cough, you know. So, okay, let's go ahead and send off Miss yeah, McCulley. Oh Mrs. My gosh, I love McCulley. Mrs. McCulley. <laughs> well, that right brainers wraps up another gem of an episode. I don't know if you guys have seen what we did there with the little pun. Yeah. Um, on the creative side of things, uh, if you want to see us, uh, yeah, you, you can see our smiling faces. We didn't ask him, are you more of a watcher or a listener? Oh, 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 with podcasts. podcasts in general. Or do you even, okay, that's fine. Um, Audiobooks? <laughs> no. no. Okay, okay. I like, um, I like to read a physical book. No, no problem. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But if you want to watch us, because we have cameras here, we're on YouTube at the creative side of things. You can get our links there. But if you want to also listen to us, we're on the streaming platforms. Which platforms yeah, are we're we on? Yeah, we're practically everywhere. We're on Spotify, <laughs> Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and even Google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. So you can listen to us while you're on the go. I love listening to podcasts while I'm driving to our sessions. I just... Yes, absolutely. I am so busy that it's hard for me to sit down and read. So I love an audio. And we um, love our ever-growing community of right-brainers. Yes. So thank you all for following us or liking us or, or just commenting. We love the comments. and We love um, as we continue to grow this community. Thank you so much. Uh, we're, we ju- we're just getting started. Yeah. So uh, uh, thank you again, Alan, for being on the show. And, you know, I should t- stop calling this a podcast. This is a show. <laughs> Our show. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Right. Thank yeah. you. It's right. much more than a podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank it's you. It's more than a podcast. New slogan. And always remember, right? That the world needs your creativity yes. because you're creative. Yes. Go create something. Go create something. Bye.